hello friends hello welcome to our third episode of the what is love series and we are talking about the three kinds of love plus one yes so firstly i would like to acknowledge my pastor apostle fred for being the guide okay in my life to teach me how to speak what to say to people and i'm really a product of the teachings that he has taught me love to say thank you to my father in heaven our father in heaven um, for it being just a good daddy and to review these things that he has revealed to us that we may know his love i would like to say thank you to my beloved jesus you know our beloved bridegroom jesus our king of kings and the lord of lords he expresses the love of the father to us and i would love to say thank you to that dear holy spirit for for helping us experience the love of the father and making jesus real to us and enabling us to have a relationship and fellowship with the father awesome so we can continue let's just do a recap from the last two podcasts that we have so what do you remember from last week and the first one okay remember that the first one we talked of how what we were asking what what really is love and then we ended up um finding out what love isn't okay we define different things and what love isn't in the second podcast we learned um about the importance of learning about love you know we know it's more important than tongues faith and all the other amazing amazing gifts that the holy spirit gives to us but love is, is way more than that and we need it you know we need love for literally everything okay we need love literally for everything awesome so continuing on today we are going to talk about four major points okay so the first one we're going to talk about is the three streams of love okay the three streams of love and under it we're going to talk about the three kinds of love that's the one and then second we're going to talk about the three oh the love to and from men meaning the first one is the love between friends and the second one is the love between man and woman then we're going to talk about the god kind of love and then lastly um we're going to explain what it really means that you can only give what you have received the love that you give should be the love that you have received awesome so let's do that now let's do that so what are the three streams of love okay why have i chosen to call them streams why didn't i call them you know something else okay so the three i called it a stream because liquid air or gas runs or flows in a continuous current in a specified direction that is a stream so i've chosen to call this stream because love moves in a continuous flow in a specific direction so the three streams of love is god to man man to god and then man to man so there is vertical stream and horizontal stream so god to man is vertical man to god is vertical man to man is horizontal 
awesome so what are the three kinds of love that flow in these streams okay the same way water flows in a stream love flows in the three streams man to god god to man man to man okay so what are these three kinds of love that flow plus the one that i found out so firstly what i knew okay was that there were actually three but during my research i found a fourth one so the first kind of love is philos the second one is eros the third one is agape and the plus one is stoje okay so let's talk about the horizontal streams first man to man okay the love people have towards and from other people so what is philos okay so this is philos is the love between friends these are the four greek words that you find concerning love in the new testament so what is philos philia okay so it this is the type of love which is intimate okay and intimate love in the bible that most christians practice today okay or towards each other this greek word or this greek term describes the powerful emotional bond seen in deep friendships philia is the most general type of love in the scripture encompassing the love of fellow human beings the care the respect and the compassion for people in need the concept of brotherly love that unites believers is unique to christians so i got this from um zavada jack who was talking about the four types of love in the bible okay uh religious learning a website okay so now when you look at job 16 verse 20 to 21 the bible says my friend is my intercessor or my intercessor is my friend as my eyes pour out tears to god on behalf of a man he pleads with god as one pleads for a friend yes so philia is the friendship that you have with have you ever had those you know kind of friendships where you know you are just like brothers you've been so you know you go good together as in you're good together you are always keeping each other tables when you're in class or when you're at work you've got lunch for your friend and you're just always excited you and your friends that is philia that kind of fondness is philia and now this love has a limit because there the bible says there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother okay we're going to use that one a little bit later but then you find that you have a friend who you hear they've been speaking behind your back and your friendship ends you hear that this friend of yours stole this from you and your friendship ends so philia has a limit okay the next type of love we're going to talk about is the plus one which is stoje now stoje is a term of love in the bible that you may not be familiar with this greek word describes family love the affection bond that develops naturally between parents and children <clears throat> brothers and sisters many examples of family love are found in the scripture such as mutual protection among noah and his wife the love of jacob with his sons and the strong love the sisters martha and mary had for their brother lazarus 
An interesting compound word using stoge is philostoge or philostogos, um, which is found in Romans chapter 12, verse 10. Okay, which commands believers to be devoted to one another with brotherly affection. So again, I got this from Zavada Jack. Okay, four types of love. You can just search for that on the internet and you can read up more. So this is the love among us brethren, okay, siblings, family. Now, this is where you and your siblings naturally have an affection for each other. If your sister was sick or your brother was sick, there's a way you would start feeling concerning them. You would care and love them and you have compassion. So therefore, it would actually even distort your day because of the friendship that you have with your brother or your mother or your sister or your father. So the Bible says, um, now this type of love can fail as well. The Bible says, even if my mother and my father abandon me, the Lord will hold me close. That is Psalm 27 verse 10. Meaning your mother and father can at a point abandon you. Have you ever heard of mothers who give birth to a baby and then they leave it on a rubbish pit? Or somebody who's Muslim becomes Christian and the, and the parents just disown them. Okay? Proverbs 18 verse 24. It says, One who has unreliable friends comes soon to ruin. But there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Meaning there's a point when your brother can actually leave you because you've done so much things and you've hurt them and, and things like that. Meaning story has ended. And you can actually have a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Okay? So story has a limit as well. There's just so much love that you can receive from your parents. There's just so much love that you can give to your parents or your sisters or your brothers. Next love is called Eros. Okay? This is a love between man and woman. So now eros is a Greek word, okay, for sensual or romantic love. The term originated from the mythological Greek god of love, sexual desire, physical attraction, and physical love, eros, whose Roman counterpart is Cupid. You've heard of Cupid, right? The the thing, the old man with a bow and arrow wearing uh, a pant, something like that. Running around, you know, shooting people's hearts with love. I've seen that in cartoons. So now, this form of love called Eros seeks its own interest and satisfaction. To possess the object of love. God is very clear in the Bible about Eros love that it is reserved for marriage. It is very amazing and very beautiful, but it is reserved for marriage. Again, I got this from um, Zavada Jack, you know, four types of love. You can just Google that and it will come right up. Yeah, so talking about Eros, this is sensual and sexual love, okay, involves satisfaction of sexual desires. In the Bible, this is reserved for marriage. It is reserved for marriage. What are some of the expressions of this love? There's kissing, caressing, sex, intense passion for each other. Remember again, it is reserved for marriage. The Bible says, but within the boundary of this marriage, okay, from the same side that I got, but within the boundary of this marriage, Eros love is to be celebrated and enjoyed as a beautiful blessing from God. 
Proverbs chapter 5 verse 18 to 19 says, Let your fountains be blessed and rejoice in the wife of your youth, a lovely dear, a graceful door. Let her breasts fill you at all times with delight. Be intoxicated always in her love. Can you imagine? That's very, you know, amazing. This is an amazing kind of love. And it's very, very, very beautiful. It's very important. But there is a context in the Bible. It is reserved for marriage. Do not rush it. Wait until the time is right. Listen to the wisest man who lived on the earth before the Lord Jesus came. Songs of Solomon chapter 8 verse 4. The King Solomon says, um, Daughters of Jerusalem, I charge you or I adjure you. Do not arouse or awaken love until it so desires. In another version it says, Do not arouse or awaken love until the time is right. Do not, don't find yourself in places which are going to make you compromise. Don't find yourself with your boyfriend, just the two of you in your room, playing very funny slow music and, and things like that, or watching weird movies. Do not awaken this love until it's so pleases, until the time is right, until marriage. Have you ever wondered why the Bible says, or when priests are marrying people, they say you may now kiss the bride, meaning before you were not allowed. <laughs> Do you see that? Yes. So, therefore, um, concerning this kind of love, wait until the time is right. Unless you're married, then enjoy with your husband or enjoy with your wife. But wait. All right. Awesome. So, vertical love. Let's do this. Vertical love. Agape. The God kind of love. Now, listen to this. Agape is the highest Oh, by the way, uh, Eros can also, it has a limit. Since it's based on physical attraction and sexual um, satisfaction, you find that the person is going to become old. What happens when couples are like 65 now? (laughs) They have wrinkles on their face and, and and all those things. So it has a limit. Okay, other people want to sleep with more than one person. It has a limit. Okay. Therefore, don't practice such things. Okay, eros cannot eros cannot sustain you. You need something higher. Now, the Bible says agape is the highest. Okay, from the same side, agape is the highest of the four types of love in the Bible. This term defines God's immeasurable, incomparable love for humankind. It is the divine love that comes from God, agape is perfect, unconditional, sacrificial, and pure. Oh my God. Can you imagine? Sacrificial, pure love. Jesus Christ demonstrates this kind of love to his Father and to all human beings in the way that he lived and died. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. I got this from Zavada, Jack, four types of love. You can Google that and you find that. Um, so this is a God kind of love. It's unconditional. Okay, We are called to love like Jesus loves. John 13 verse 34 says, A new command I give you. 
love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. Okay? 1 Corinthians 13, 4 verse 8 tell us, tells us what love is. Love has long suffering. Love is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not boast. It's not puffed up. Love does not seek its own meaning. It's not selfish. And many other things that we see there. Read it. Okay? 1 Corinthians 13 verse 4 to 8. Yes, so that's what love is. God has called us to love like he does. So therefore, you can only give what you have received. Meaning you have to receive love to give love. Remember, a river is only limited. It can give so much water. And if it's not connected to the ocean, it is not sustained. It will, Soon, it will begin to reduce. So therefore, you need to receive water or you need to receive love constantly from the Father to you. Okay? Uh, the Bible says, freely you have received, freely give. That is in Matthew chapter 10 verse 8 so it starts with receiving then you can freely give awesome so next week we'll be talking about the unconditional love with which the father has loved us now that we know what love is and the standard of loving others we need to know how much we are loved so that we can be able to love others the starting place of love is receiving love from the father God does not expect you to love from your own capacity. He will give you so much love that it overflows to other people, to people around you, to people in your houses and your homes and your school. You flood your places with love. Yes, so until the next one, it is bye-bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in and thank you for your attention.